Camper. Have no fear, happy campers is here. It's a summer camp themed podcast where we reminisce about the stuff that we missed, about the best summers we ever had. And there will be reflection and lots of introspection and a great selection of guests that will stop by. So grab a glass of bug juice, relax, and say hi to both your hosts. We're Julie and Sammy, your podcast family. We're going to start the show. Hey, happy campers. Welcome to the pod. Welcome back. Um, we have an awesome episode for you this week. We're here with our producer, Kaden, who's going to do hey. our intro. Yeah, so I wanted to just get on the mic today because um, we have my really good friend, Rachel, on the podcast, Woo. and I'm super excited about it, um, but I wanted to give a little bit of backstory. So Rachel and I went to college together, Wesleyan University, and we didn't get to know each other until junior year when we went abroad, but before going to abroad... We just both felt like we really didn't like the other person. It was just like this gut feeling. And like we, after we became friends, we both expressed this to each other. And we're just like, that's weird. But like also because maybe we're really similar. Um, But we were in a Spanish class together and we just like never connected. But a mutual friend of ours said, you guys have to give each other a chance. Like you'll really like each other. And we're like, no. Um, But somehow when we went abroad, I think we were sitting together on a the bus or the plane, wherever, some form of transportation. And we started talking about songs, which led us to theater, which led us to camp. And like the second we realized that the both of us had a very strong connection to our sleepaway camps, we were like best friends. (laughs) And then we realized we had all sorts of other commonalities, um, which we'll probably get into on this podcast a little bit. So camp really brought us together in a very real way, as I think it does for a lot of people. So I had to mention that. And so the reason Rachel's on the podcast day, um, she's incredibly funny. And a couple of years ago, she did this show where she read from journal entries. And she did this one sequence of journal entries that she kept during her camp years um, about a sort of a story of romance. And I thought it was so funny. And I was just like, we have to get this recorded. So Rachel's here today. She's going to tell us a little bit about her camp experience and backstory. And then we're going to dive deep into her incredibly detailed, amazing journals that are sitting in front of us right now. So take it away, Rachel. Hi. Hey, Rachel. Hello. <laughs> Allison loves me now. Yeah, yeah. I can oh, tell. I can tell. <laughs> it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming on. on. Tell, I'm looking um, at these journals, yeah. and I'm like so jealous that you had yes. the consistency to keep them. Yeah, I, these are definitely like journals that somebody purchased me. They were like, oh, this is a 10-year-old. She must like... Betty Boo. Yeah, one has Betty Boo. And flowers um, with teddy bears. Yeah. And you can tell in the flowers with teddy bears one that like I had covered it with something. Like I had made a cover because I was embarrassed. And then I guess I took that off. So it's kind of like grossly gluey, like dead glue on the outside. But now it's just in its like. You know, these are your life tales and it looks, you know, like you've lived a good life based on the wear and tear of these journals. And also just um, for those of you who can't see, (laughs) if you open the Betty Boop journal, like if you were trying to read my journal... The words um, top secret are littered around the inside cover. <laughs> Just littered around the inside cover. Um, and it says this book belongs to me. So copyright 1996. Hey. Important. Yeah, I mean, I'm clearly a lot of people are trying to break into your journals and like they get all your secrets. They were. It's high, high security right here. That's right. Did you ever do the thing? I did a thing with like the three weeks that I tried to keep a journal where I put 
rubber bands that were different colors in like a specific <gasps> order so that what? I would know oh, no, but if that somebody messed with my journal. You did? Yeah. I definitely had. You don't trust people. Well, like in this who, one in right my here. House, I lived with my parents. Like who was going to read this? Oh, I thought, sorry. I thought you were talking about like when you did a journal last year and you live alone. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, that's when I was a child. <laughs> well, this one right here, a third journal I just whipped out had a lock. Yeah. And I had a key that I kept with me at all times. So serious. Because I, I was those. nervous. Like, people couldn't know your innermost thoughts. Yeah. So, I grew up in New York City. I live in Brooklyn now. Uh, I went to camp for eight summers, 1996, 2003. <laughs> so, I was a camper from 96, 2002, and then a CIT in 2003. And then they make you take two summers off before you can come back as a counselor, which obviously was, like, my life trajectory. And then, like... I didn't go back. You didn't make it back. I w- and I, Why I was didn't like you make such it back? a surprise to me. Um, so I could have gone back the summer after my freshman year of college. Um, and that was like what I'd been planning to do. But then a friend of mine invited me to go like on this month long hiking trip in Spain. And I was like, I think I have to do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, because I think there might be like a other billion things. other things I have <laughs> like, to do. I know, and I was really torn up about it. And yeah. my mom was like, it's hard. You're not going back to camp. <laughs> like, they didn't get it. Julia so. has a similar... I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, like, I don't advertise it, but I was never a counselor. And I, it's something I that I, it's cheerful. something that surprises me. It surprises people. I understand. It's, it was always, I thought, something I was going to do. And there was always, at each time that it turned to summer... Something that I was like, oh, crap, well, no, I have to do this. I get it. I mean, I definitely do feel like now if I ever see camp people, so many of them went back to be counselors, and they had this, like, whole second whole camp different life. And I feel, like, like embarrassed that I didn't, you know. <laughs> oh, I feel less than like, for sure. Like, am I, yeah, is my experience less than because I was only a camper, but at least, you know, I never saw how the sausage was made. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. You and I share a similar, yeah, like, uh, exactly. nostalgia, and we're not, you know. <laughs> yeah. We're not so dark and hardened like these girls. Want a side note that Rachel doing this walk in Spain, it's called the Camino de Santiago, like, she oh, you did that? You just underplayed that. that. And then <laughs> she actually really inspired me to do mm. that eventually. So I think there was a reason for you doing it, not just because of yeah. me, but yeah. I think that was a really special experience for you. And like the m- amount you Santiago talked about it was almost pastele. the mm. amount you talked about. It was almost like camp level So I feel like, fervor. you know, it has sim- there are similarities between that experience and camp. So I get yeah. it and like support it fully. <laughs> and I went on that trip the summer after camp ended. I did this like theater camp for one summer. Oh, what was and that one? It was called Cherubs uh, at the National High School Institute at Northwestern. Oh. And it's just one summer, the summer between junior and senior year. And it's like 160 kids. And it's this like crazy theater camp. And if you like so many people now in the world that I meet, like wore cherubs randomly. But that was also this like crazy camp-esque experience. And I did the Camino with friends from cherubs. So I had like entered a new phase yeah. of like obsessive A different activity. kind of camp community. Exactly. Totally yeah. into it. All right. So you went eight summers yes. and it was co-ed camp. It's a co-ed camp. And you kept... You had some camp relationships. Um, I you could call them that for sure. <laughs> uh, yes. So I, <laughs> I was total like, um, I think one might call it uh, boy crazy, perhaps um, boy mania, um, hysteria. <laughs> you could really use a lot of different words, but I um, did have a long multi-summer um, relationship with a boy named Kay who was very, very dear to my heart. And um, 
this, it was the summer we were 10, and then all through fifth grade, we wrote each other letters, and I still have all of those letters. Oh, amazing. Um, which are locked in a briefcase in my parents' apartment, and I don't remember the, the passcode, <laughs> and I can't get in, and I'm really afraid that, like, I'm going to die, and someone's going to open that briefcase, and I don't know what's in there. Um, <laughs> and then, again, the summer that we were 11, and there's a lot of documentation about that love affair. Okay, should we dive in? Would do, do you feel comfortable sharing? Yeah, I think it's okay. Okay, I, K, K, if you're listening to this, hey, good, good memory. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, boy. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm okay. Okay, all right. Um, so, am I gonna read some of these? Yeah, let's read some. Okay, so we're gonna start early on in the summer. Okay. Um, this is from July second, nineteen ninety-eight. I was eleven years old. Um. Also my mom's birthday. Hi, birthday mom. Uh, okay, it says, Dear Diary, a very strange thing happened tonight. The evening activity was safari. That's when all of the CITs dress up as animals and we would have to find them. Well, the strange thing happened at the end. Kay, parenthetical, my boyfriend, and I were talking, and his CIT, Jesse, came up to us. He asked Kay who I was. Kay started to stretch his muscles. Oh my God. And I thought <laughs> I thought he was going to put his arm around me and say, This is my girlfriend, Rachel. I knew I wanted him to, but I got all nervous. All of a sudden I moved away from him. He looked at me like I was very strange. He brought his arms down, pointed at me, and said, This is Rachel. I felt so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's it. There are a okay, number of your things. Your writing that I would like is to. really yeah. good, and like I, you're capturing these tiny moments. In I a feel really like I was listening way. to like a Judy Bloom novel being yeah. read that to me. The compliment. Also, <laughs> like that moment of you know some waiting, you thinking that someone's going to find you in some way, and then like they don't take that opportunity or whatever it is. Hold on, I want to so back real. it up a minute. Yeah. I want to back it up. How did Kay, how like did you guys literature. come together? I don't remember. I don't remember. Ugh. I do have an amazing picture of us in my childhood bedroom still that is a, a Polaroid from a bar mitzvah. And it's in like a, a sheet thing. And the sheet thing says, you and me forever. Oh. And it's a picture of the two of us in oh, a Polaroid Oh, it's like in like one dancing. of the frames? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Those were popular. It's spectacular. Um, okay, okay. So, Kaden point you out as his girlfriend and you were upset about it. Yeah, I was, I, I like, I think I, like I wanted it, but I didn't want it. But like, I wanted it, but I was nervous. And yeah. You're only 11. You and like then really I felt, had no. As I said, I felt so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's just, just also a situation that could happen like in present That's day. what I'm yeah. saying. Like, I was like, totally. no, 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 like, that's real. Like, this is just totally setting me up for the future yeah. of like awkward interactions. Yeah, it's like, this know? is my friend, Rachel. What? Your friend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's not it's not totally crazy. But he was your boyfriend at that point. He was just yeah, nervous was. to say it. He, yeah, he knew to the CIT. I he guess knew. so. He yeah, knew, he didn't want to like out us, or maybe he did. But I was so weird. Like uh, I like moved away really quickly. Yeah. Like I don't have chill. God, do you have, I didn't have chill? Give his number. Could we call him up and find out what he was thinking in that moment? You know, it'd be cool to get like the I other perspective. I think I do, but this. we haven't talked in in a Okay, many we won't years. do it. We'll hit him up on AI. But yeah. we a could, cold call you know, on the pod. We could cold cold call him at the end. See if he picks up the phone. All right, let's move along. So we're going to keep going. 
sorry, all these pages. I'm I'm skipping ahead. I'm skipping ahead yeah, to our fine. first kiss. Okay. Oh, yes. What? It hasn't I'm so happened excited. yet? Juicy. No. No, 11, you know, was go Sh- slow. Okay. Then Yeah, it's really scary. Okay, so actually this is um this is a multi-part entry. Great. Are we ready? Yep. Now, keep in mind that was July 2nd. This is August 14th. Oh. Towards the end of the summer. Yeah, like really a long time had passed. So Dear Diary, I was so excited. I kind of snuggled up inside of him. Oh. It was the cutest thing. Next came the big part. After something at Titus, Titus was like the hall where like you dance yeah. and have camp meetings and stuff. After Titus one night, Kay and I went into the soccer field. Mm. I asked him if he thought he was ready. He said he was. To kiss. So I kissed him. Oh my God. Parenthetical. On the lips. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't kiss back. Ooh. Oh. That really sucked. I ran all the way back to the bunk. Once I got there, I blurted it out to everyone. I was so happy. I made all of the girls <laughs> promise not to tell. The next day at lunch, the worst thing happened. I sat with Alex and Max. Alex asked me if I wanted a Hawaiian punch. I said, I sure would. Then she punched me softly in the forehead. (laughs) (laughs) Then I did the same thing to Max. After I punched her, she went, can I say this? Yeah. She went, quote, that was really bitchy, Rachel. (laughs) Now to get you back, I will tell the boys about what happened last night. Oh, no. I didn't think she would, but, and then in all caps, she did. <laughs> I was so mad and embarrassed. I would say within the next 20 minutes, the whole camp knew. I hate Max so much. And let me just say that so has a smiley face in the O. <laughs> then, after, uh, then after the next thing at Titus, we both kissed each other. I was incredibly happy. Next section of the same entry. <laughs> On Wednesday the 12th, the 12th, not the 12th, on Wednesday the 12th, the unexpected happened. (laughs) Kay, Adam, Emily, and I were talking in the barbecue pit. Kay and I sort of inched away from the conversation. You wrote that sort of inched away? (laughs) He told me that Adam dared him to French me. He said he wasn't going to be pressured into it but he wanted to know if I felt comfortable, spelled in a really confusing way. (laughs) Comfortable doing that. I wasn't quite sure what to say. You know what? Consent. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't quite sure what to say to the number two, not T.O. I wanted him to really badly, again, the number two. I wanted him to really badly, but I wasn't quite sure what to do and how to do it. I told him the good to honest truth, quote, I kind of want you to. This might be the last year I ever see you. Aww. I guess I kind of want to hap- want it to happen before the summer ends. Aww. Okay, you guys ready? It gets, yeah. gets good. Then. It is good. <laughs> he, t- he took me to the pathway between the barbecue pit and Titus. Quote, let's try it, he said. <laughs> 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 All of these thoughts started rushing through my mind. I wasn't sure if now was the right time. Parenthetical, Adam and Emily had already left. We asked each other how we were going to do this. None had the answer. The the thought of someone's tongue in my mouth grossed me out. We kind of got towards each other. I started to laugh, so he backed away. (laughs) I'm ready now, I said. He gained forward. (laughs) 
<laughs> we both opened our mouths and stuck our tongues out. <laughs> His tongue was all slippery and slimy. It was completely disgusting. <laughs> I was never going to do it again. Quote, that was a French, right? He asked. I wasn't quite sure what to say. <laughs> I guess so, I replied. Then I ran off. This is like um, Charlotte Bronte <laughs> level writing. But it, then oh it also my says God. to be continued. <laughs> Let's be clear. But I did write to be continued at the end of every entry for years. Oh, okay. Well, it's that's true. good. You like ha- saw the <laughs> That was actually amazing. First of all, kudos to Kay for like being all about enthusiastic consent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. Um, <laughs> that was incredible. The way it sounded like a scene out of American Pie, but like you're talking about I was kissing. thinking more like 50, per sh- 50 Shades. 50 Shades. <laughs> like, how are we going to do this? Well, the like his wet tongue. <laughs> he, gained so slimy. Slimy. Gained he gained forward. Gained forward. Also, I just want you to know that gained was spelled G-I-A-N-E. I mean, I like you the know use what? of that you word. You tried. <laughs> Yeah. You really took us. Back you to took that you linguistic were like risks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you took yeah. you took risks linguistically, and it was really impressive. One of the things Quite I'm so sure. amazed by, right, is like how the writing. Yeah, the writing is like incredible. Close. It's like yeah, <laughs> perfect. I feel the like I'm there. The detail is like really strong. Okay, I also have a number of other questions. Like, why yes. were you as two eleven-year-olds often left by yourselves? You know, it's like I don't. I feel like camp like was how super did you make it to the sports like field a, by yourself? A lot of free time, <laughs> moving between activities, between did hobbies. A lot of people, a lot like were there a lot of boyfriend girlfriend pairs? Yeah, I feel like camp was all about like yeah. making out, and especially as you. I mean, we weren't old; like we were young here, yeah. but. As you got older at camp, like when you're like 12, 13, they instituted this thing called um, lawn time, which Mm -hmm. was like an hour at night where like the kids could just like spread out on the front lawn. And that was totally like go in the trees and make out. And when you were like a teenager, there was rock time, which was like lawn time XXX, you know. Not like anybody was, uh, you know, that was extreme. That was extreme. (laughs) But it was like people would go and like make out and they just I think they knew it was gonna happen so they like instituted time it's like the cool mom it. like if you're gonna drink I'd rather you drink yeah, in the house drink on the lawn <laughs> yeah. drink on the rock <laughs> if you're gonna make out we'd rather you do it where all of us can see but I do feel like we did spend a lot of time just like on our own and that is weird in retrospect to me I'm just like oh these are two 11 year old children that went off and kissed each other with no supervision but like it's amazing. And I think I think camps have changed significantly in the past yeah. couple of years. Like our camp also was sort of like lawless. Yeah, like, like lazy. And fair. now it actually has like some yeah very specific things. rules. But um, I think camps have like evolved past the like excessive free time thing yeah. because they know that it could lead could to, be like, a big liability. Crazy situation. Yeah, I also think that um, in terms of like co-ed camp versus single sex camp it's like you went to co-ed camp and you got that first kiss like pretty early or you went to camp like us and you didn't get it till you were like 14 or 15 yeah like that there wasn't any middle ground there it was just you had to wait till you had a social or you got it at co-ed camp yeah because i definitely didn't kiss anyone not at camp until like way later right exactly (laughs) exactly like a way more age appropriate time to be yeah making out I am such an asshole. <laughs> Screw me. Today I ruined the best thing that has ever happened to me. Oh. I dumped Kay. <laughs> uh, it all started this morning at tennis. 
I told Emily that I was going to. She gave me this unexplainable look. Then she told me that she was going to dump Adam. Ooh. I can tell you more about this, but I want to get something else. I want to get to something else first. And then I never finished the entry. Uh, There's so, an entire blank And then page. I don't write again yeah. until October. Why do you think you dumped him or wanted to? I don't know. But, you know, the whole next, you know, this whole book, sixth grade, there's a lot of pining. There's a lot of like. I, I wonder if it was because it was like what you thought you had to do. Like every teenage movie, it's like they break up. Like you know, they're so far apart. And I think you know, like the end of camp, like you're going through all yeah, these emotions. You, go, it's a like lot of, you feel like your life's about to end. A lot of feels. I don't know. Wow. wow. You never know because there's an entire blank page reserved <laughs> so for the story. To go back. Know. Was he around the next summer? He was. And what happened? We were just friends. We were just friends. We just, we've been, that was it. That was wow. it for us. Whoa. But if what you're an epic romance. But if you're interested, I can give you a couple. Um, oh, yes. We want more. Absolutely. Like, this is some of later in the year thinking about Kay. Yeah. Okay. This is when you're back home? Back home. So here we go. I, I haven't I, read this in full in a while. So, oh, yeah. Okay. April 16th, 1999. Okay. Oh, so camp's coming back camp's, around. Right, like I right, exactly. We're about almost there. So, dear diary, guess what? Today is Kay's birthday. Oh. I just got off the phone with him. Oh. He didn't sound very happy to talk to me. I miss him so much. I am about to tell you something that I have never told anyone. I wrote an email to Kay explaining all of my feelings for him. Oh my God. I was too chicken to send it, so I put it on a disc. I took that disc. <laughs> A floppy disk. And I hid it. Wait, for all the children listening, <laughs> we used to have these things called floppy disks, which were like, they were square. And they were basically... You like put it in the computer. Yeah, you put, it was like a thumb drive, yeah. but an early version of a thumb drive. And it held very little, few things. Yeah. So I took that disk and I hid it. It is behind the poster of Marilyn Monroe. I have a yellow pushpin right under it to keep it in place. I hope I will bring up the courage to send it to him. Later on that day. <laughs> so I'm at the airport. Da, 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 da. For spring break? I guess so. Yeah, must have <laughs> been spring break. So it says, oh, also I, I want to be clear that I um, numbered all the pages and I numbered all the entries. Oh. So we're on page 72 of my journal and entry 31. So this says, remember in passage 12, <laughs> I said I never wanted to French anyone ever again. Oh, well, at this moment in time, all I can think about is how can I get Kay's tongue back into my mouth? Yes. <laughs> um, I know. Oh, wow. See, I was really self-critical. I used the, the S word to describe myself, and that makes me feel sad as a 30-year-old adult. It said, I know that sounds very slutty. Oh. But I love him so much. I can only imagine us as Mr. and Mrs. K. Oh. I want to have five children with him. Oh. I hate every day I don't spend with him. Oh. My summer is going to be devoted to getting him back. Whoa. I love K to be continued. So, wow. <clears throat> you seem determined. I seem determined. And then um, I won't go through the full next one, but there's just a really um, great I wonder what line. like changed your mind about the Frenching. I think it's overwhelming at first, You know, right? I mean... Yeah. And like dirty. And, and then I you're think like, oh. you see it in movies and you're like, oh, that looks nice. And then you do it and you're like, that's fucking weird. Do you guys watch The Good Place? Where they're like, it's just mashing your food holes together. It's gross. 
<laughs> I mean, I, oh, so I had my first kiss at summer camp and I also had the exact same reaction. I was like, this is disgusting. I can't believe this is what like everyone's been talking about all these years. I, it really like upset me. But then like you go through life and you realize yeah. that it's not like the way that a 14 year old kisses. Right, but I think that I, we <laughs> thought that like French kissing was like opening your mouths and oh, keeping God. them Touching open tongues. and just like rolling your yeah. tongues around. That there was is no that like not elegance. what it is? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> there was no elegance to the idea of yeah. the kiss. Well, I genuinely thought before like someone in my bunk who was more experienced told me like you just put your tongue in the other person's mouth. Yeah. Like, I didn't yeah. even realize you moved it. Right? Like, I that's just, that like, whole just thing. stuck it in and just like sat there. <laughs> like it, it didn't really like so then they told me that you have to spell out the other person's name. Yes, that, like, was that was the thing it, going that was like a tactic. Yeah. I was like it's not a good one but like it worked for a young person, I guess. To, like, teach you how to... Fr- yeah, yeah, that's a thing. so, anyway. And there was also, like, can you take a Starburst wrapper? Oh, and unwrap with unwrap just it. your yeah, tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're scaled with your tongue, yeah. 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 Oh, children. Um, but there is a p- diary passage. Is this the Casey and Yeah, Jago? okay, because so then... I think this is an important, like, like, put, like places us yeah. in time. So this is two days later, April 18th, 1999. Oh, I guess I was going to my cousin's bar mitzvah Mm. in Alabama. That's why I was at the airport. So it says I'm on the plane back from Alabama. I will tell you about the bar mitzvah later. Now we must continue our talk about Kay. (laughs) (laughs) At the bar mitzvah, they gave us a CD of Brandon's favorite songs. On that CD is a song called All My Life by Casey and Jojo. (laughs) I keep tormenting myself for listening to it over and over. I feel like it was written for me. Every word in that song describes my feelings for Kay. Mm-hmm. I want to try and find the song on the internet and add it to the letter on the disc. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing for all the young people out there. We had we didn't have iTunes. We had mm-hmm. Kaza or LimeWire. Or yeah. Napster. Napster, Napster. Yeah, yeah, where we illegally downloaded music and we had to burn them to CDs. Yeah, and it took like three hours to burn <laughs> oh, so slow. But Casey and JoJo's Very Worthy song, All My Life, is like perfect. It's and I can see like so that real. really resonating for a young person just being like, I'll never find a lover greater than you, like because you don't know. Yeah. I mean, I also have an entry here somewhere where I talk about um, how much I identified um, with... Uh, Joey on Dawson's Creek. Oh, yeah. Because she just loved Dawson so much and he just thought of her as a friend. And like that. I'm sorry, how much I identified with Dawson. Yeah. Oh, who loved Joey. Yeah, Dawson loved Joey. Excuse my bad memory. What? But yeah, you like see these things and you're like going through these feelings. You don't know what's happening. It's overwhelming. Yeah. But so can you, just to get back to Kay and camp, I do, like you went back to camp and you were just sort of like, I don't feel that anymore. Yeah. But Kay and I always stayed friends. And for years, actually, we always called each other on our birthdays. I feel like until we were like yeah, late so teenagers. Sweet. When is his birthday? April 16th. Obviously. Yes, it's been that. established. Um, oh, maybe you should call him this year out of the blue. <sighs> I should. That would be should. pretty funny. I should call him. Yeah. Oh. Kay. I know. I Ugh. like yeah, Young Love. It's very special. It's so, so sweet. sweet. Yeah. Um, and I feel like camp was full of that. Like, I and I remember the, like, you remember the older kids, obviously, like, so well. But I remember seeing these, like, older camp relationships and thinking that they were, like, the pinnacle of Hashtag love. relationship goals. Like, if you could, like, find that love at camp. You had that, like, camp love, yeah. like... 
That was that was real. It was yeah. pure. It was yeah. pure. Yeah. Because we didn't experience that. I feel like I think of like the couple in Wet Hot American Summer <laughs> as like the, it's like oh my god they're the couple. Like I really thought you know like oh, these like they're gonna get married. Like you think yeah. that? And then yeah. It's like, that's not. Do you know if anyone <laughs> did? It happens. I actually know of a couple of people the, uh, a couple years older than me from camp who got married, but I don't think they were ever dating at camp. I think they like connected as. Grown-ups. But I know a lot of counselors got married. Like, yeah. that seems know like a few. great place to, to find a lover. Yeah. I think it's, like, also you have, like, no outside distractions at camp. Right. Like, you know, entertainment and also because or the, tech or whatever well, is sort of what it is. Also, the way that camp is, it's that you get so intense so quickly. Yeah. It's, like, such a vacuum that, like, you could... You know, in the real world, it would take like six months to know somebody as well as you do after totally. two months at camp. Yeah, I think camp sort of helps you understand like reality TV shows because, like, I mean, I watch a few where like relationships advance so quickly, the and Bachelor? I'm always just like, "What?" But then you realize when you're in that context of like that is the only thing that you're doing, it sort of makes more sense. And yeah. like camp helps me realize like those relationships went from like zero to 100 very quickly. Well, and that's exactly like our camp friendships too. Like the bonds with camp friends are crazy. And it's like, because you're just so concentrated and you see each other all day. And you also just like, you don't waste time on a lot of the other stuff that you would in the, in the real world. Mm -hmm. Like finding. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's amazing. We love camp. Mm -hmm. Um, Are there any other entries we need to hear? Um, I mean, I'm sure there are. <laughs> there, oh, I just, I just outed myself on the Dawson's Creek one, so I won't go there. Um, also, like, second, Dawson and Joey n- didn't work. They tried it briefly, and mm-hmm. it, it didn't. She ends up with Pacey, right? Uh, yeah, duh. Sorry, spoilers. Joey, spoilers. spoilers, Joey and Pacey forever. Um, okay, so I don't even know who the, the Josh in question is here. <laughs> okay. That's how much, um... We've we've moved on with our lives, but I'm just really going. I'm just picking a random one. This is from August eighth, uh, two thousand. So the fall, two summers later. Yes. Yeah. Wow, we've really progressed here. <laughs> um, so you're like thirteen, fourteen here. Yeah. So I would have been thirteen. Dear diary, OMG, one hundredth entry. Whoa, Whoa, made it. This is a big deal. Literally, I wrote this is a big <laughs> deal. Um, well, I haven't filled you in yet, but I really like him. Don't know who him is. Oh, Josh. Oh, yes, I remember. Here's the story. Tonight was movie night, and upper camp was at Chick. Oh, Chick was like Chick Hall. This is like where you do things. Another Titus-esque place. Josh was sitting really far behind me, off on the mat, off of the mat, uh, the gymnastics mat. Oh, it was the gymnastics hall. For like the first half of the movie, I was getting up the courage to say, quote, Josh, do you want to sit here? Parenthetical, there was an open space behind me. Jory told me that I didn't, if I didn't say anything to him, I would regret it. So I just turned around to him and asked him. I was so nervous. He came, sat behind me, and put his legs around the sides of me. I leaned back into him, and he put his arms around me. Whoa. He was holding my hands, and it was so cute. For a few minutes, I kept thinking, quote, oh my God, I'm in Josh's arms. (laughs) This can't be happening. This can't be happening. Oh my God. I was so overwhelmed. The fact wasn't, 
the fact wasn't it a big what <laughs> wasn't a big deal the but fact i was it wasn't a big deal oh right okay the fact that it wasn't a big deal but i was so proud of myself for the courage <laughs> When the movie ended, we stayed down for a second and then got up. Everyone came running to me, bombarding me with questions. (laughs) How did it happen? It was very weird. (laughs) Wait, I have some questions. Is that it? Like you were like a real girlfriend girl. You know, this is like a funny thing to be reading because I like I I read through all of these last night and like I. Felt, I feel like I felt like I wanted to have a boyfriend so much in li- like in life at that time that I made that like such a priority. But like, it really was. What's funny is like that's all I wrote about, but that's really not what I think about when I think about camp. Like yeah. I have no memory of this. I didn't even know who Josh was when like I looked at this entry. Like my memories of camp aren't about this at all. But for whatever reason, all I wrote about was like these this like boy craze. I mean, Kay was. I mean really impactful first don't get me wrong but all the other ones like i think i was trying to make it into a thing that like it wasn't and i was so obsessive about it i don't know so were a lot of girls in your bunk like as into having boyfriends as you were like were you like the knowledgeable one about how to deal with boys or like no not at all not at all but they all came over and asked you a million questions after like what's what what's happening here like i think i knowing you now like i would assume you had some level of confidence even if you were like not expressing that in these journals like (laughs) i feel like you were sort of like cool like you were on the stage you were like a theater person like you weren't like that shy so maybe that helped a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. I loved your description of that because it's like, clearly you hadn't been pining over him for months or anything, but it was like, mm, that's that Josh guy. He's cute. <laughs> a oh, moment of opportunity. Yeah, like, I'll regret it my whole life if I don't do it. See, it's very dramatic. <laughs> yeah. Like, but that's very But it's, it's how it happens. Person. Like you get that big moment and it kind of was just because you were in a spot where you took initiative. Yeah. I have a question though. So like obviously... Diary is very boy centric, but like at camp, what were your favorite things to do that weren't related to boys? Because <laughs> I'm sure there were other reasons you. Oh left my camp. god! Yes, I mean, so I grew up in the city, so going to camp was this like the only time I was ever like in a country setting, and I loved. We did a lot of hiking at camp. I loved the hiking. Like I loved just like being outside all day, and I, I don't think I was self aware enough to understand like how much I needed that as an opposite of my regular life. But I just knew how much I loved that vibe and like being in nature and like there were so many activities and like my, I always loved to do theater and I like never did sports really growing up and I didn't like sports at camp either, but I really liked the balance of all of the like, you didn't have to be good at baseball to do baseball and like, just to like the swimming and whatever I felt like at school you know I was on the basketball team for two years and I never made a basket so (laughs) (laughs) like low pressure outside fun totally yeah yeah I think that's similarly like why I related and loved camp and like I talk about the fact that we did theater at our camp but we were in a theater camp but everyone was like required to do these shows and like otherwise I don't think I ever would have been on stage but it's such a like important thing to just sort of like experience a wide array of activity at an totally. early age and like it's just sort of like a low stakes low pressure and if you find that you love it that's awesome and if you don't it's still something that you like have the experience doing and mm-hmm. that's yeah. really really important and I do think like I mean 
I, the, <laughs> I, like, just the things that you do with your camp friends is so crazy. Like, I remember, sorry if this is a little graphic and whatever, but, like, <laughs> I remember I, like, could not figure out how to put in tampons. Oh, that's, like, you a know? real, we, like, uh, who the hell knew how to put in a tampon? <laughs> and I was, like, 13, and my friend, Sasha, like, came with me into the bathroom stall, and, like, she put that tampon in for me. Yeah. I have a very detailed entry about that too which i choose not to share <laughs> but like that i would never have done that with anybody else yeah it's a very real like crazy intimate relationship like right off the bat but when you live with people that's sort of how it is but it is funny because it's like yeah i would never do that with any of like my home friends of course but yeah no nope. this it was just different stakes different thing completely so that makes camp really cool. <sighs> all real and valuable mm-hmm. yeah. All right. That was amazing. I like deeply loved those journal entries. Um, Rachel, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? No, I'm just, uh, had a good laugh. Yeah, that was, it was good. It was really good. Thanks for letting me take a deep dive into the the past. Thank you to your 11 year old self for (laughs) writing these. Yeah, seriously. I guess, you know, you have cousins, nieces, nephews who are like 10, 11, Get them a journal. Yeah, encourage them to write. It's just such a wonderful archive of the mind. It really is. I'm like supremely jealous to be honest. Because I I know that like the hints of this that I have are hilarious. But yeah, I don't have too many gems as you do. And I think they're really, really special. So thanks for sharing them. All right. Um, You guys can find us at happycamperspodcast.com and on iTunes and on Instagram and Twitter. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. That's my favorite thing to do. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And day is done. Gone the sun. We out. Woo! Our theme song was written, recorded, and sung by the very talented Steffi Copeland.